do you think you could talk about us soon? Ever wonder what your animals are trying to tell you? How to decipher those looks, barks, meows, and interesting behaviors? Join me as I share numerous animal communication encounters and some bizarre unfoldings. Jump into unique stories that will open your mind to the depths in which the animals that share our world are looking to connect. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chatting with Chickens and other wonderful animals. I'm recording a few episodes today, and I have to say I'm so excited for each of these. They're uplifting, they're funny, they're just just some cool episodes that I'm really really looking forward to sharing with everyone. Today's episode, Pigeon Lessons, is one that I've had on my list of episodes to talk about, but it's just one that wasn't really at the top of the pile, you could say. Last week, I was cleaning the barn and just picking up poop, doing my thing. And this pigeon We have a few. I would say we maybe have six or seven pigeons flying around in the barn right now, hanging out in there. But this one started flying like right over top of me. And I was close to the one wall and it landed just on the ledge up and it was looking down and it was doing his or her coos, making some noises and then stopped. And then it flew over top of me and flew to the other side of the barn and then it flew back and these pigeons are there every day and they don't do this. So these are one of those moments that when an animal is showing up in this way, you pay attention, you listen, you check in. So I took a few moments, put the manure fork down, set the wheelbarrow down and tuned in. And I was like, hey, what would you like me to pay attention to? Checked in to see if there was a message or if they were needing a session. And all I heard was, do you think you could talk about us soon? And I was like, oh yeah, for sure. I would love to. Thank you. Because I was thinking about what episodes I was wanting to bring forward next in the series. And I just was like, yeah, that, it's, it's time. It's time to go into this episode. This is one of those areas where you can explore what is really going on at this level. Does that pigeon actually know about that story? Or is this pigeon providing an opportunity for me to receive a message from the universe or my higher self for me to receive some guidance? Again, sometimes we'll be checking in with our animals. One of the next episodes I'm going to do with a cat named Charlie, that interaction, those languagings were definitely physical conversations. They're not coming from the higher self. It's definitely something that is like speaking to that animal in their physical self. But sometimes, especially when you're connecting with wildlife, because they're not 
domesticated, especially like our indoor animals. Our indoor animals, depending on how we are, are the most domesticated. And sometimes that creates interference with them showing up as their true selves because they take on our pathologies, I guess you could say, or our energy. Again, we've talked about this before, but a really good example of that is if you have a small dog and you're always carrying them around. So that dog is starting to adopt a pathology from your behavior that pulls them out of their natural instinct. That can be okay. There's no judgment from me on anyone who does this. I mentioned before too, now asking Rascal more often for permission to pick him up. So I know that I'm doing it and he's okay with it versus me doing it for my own need. But the more we bring in human aspects to a different species, they start to bring in different misalignments because it can interrupt their instinctual self, I guess you could say. And so when we connect with pigeons or wolves or animals that are wild, you're getting a less interfered consciousness, which is just going to resonate at a different level, you could say. All right. So moving into today's share, which might even be two if we have time, but we'll see how this story unfolds. One of today's highlights is going to be a story that involves Alex, my husband, and I'm so excited to share this. We went through a season a few years back where there was so many pigeons in the shed. I'll give a bit of the description here. So our chicken coop is in a very, very big shed. Sometimes that shed has farm equipment in it for farming. It's massive. You could fit, I don't know, probably eight or 10 cars in there. It's, it's a very good size. And so we wanted our chickens to be really safe. So their coop is in the shed. However, when it's the beautiful warmer months, They get to free range around the whole property. The one thing that's great, though, is when it's cold, they still get to free range in the shed, which is quite large. Super happy about that. Well, with there being ample amount of food in that area, the pigeons really were enjoying the shed, too. It's like an all-you-can-eat buffet, so why not hang out there? However, what was fascinating is this by far was the most amount of pigeons we've ever had in the shed. It just was so many. For me, it wasn't really bothering me. I'm just like, okay, makes sense. When it comes to animals, again, we've talked about this before, I can have looser boundaries, (laughs) part of my learning on my path. However, with my partner, Alex, he was getting so angry about it because They were pooping all over everything that was in that shed. So I do understand it from that perspective. So he'd go in and he'd shoo them out and make some noise to get them moving. But they all just kept coming back. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, but it's one of those things when you're neutral and somebody else is so upset with it, it's hard for me. I'm going to say for me, it's just hard to not laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't laugh when my husband was mad in the moment because that never helps the situation. But like standing back watching this and observing this unfold, 
Oh, in my mind, I was giggling so much. I took a moment to check in and see why is this situation sliding into excess? Why why is there so many pigeons that it's, it's not a balanced amount? And this is one of the wonderful things that you can do with a lot of situations. You know, if you have ants coming into your house, there was another situation we had to look at when we were getting an abundance of rats showing up. You know, rats also really like chicken food. It's understanding where is the imbalance that something is starting to show up in excess. So I sat and kind of connected in with the pigeons. And they're like, well, we're helping. We're here to serve a purpose. And I was like, okay. And they're like, we're here to support your partner. All right, okay. And so I looked up the animal totem, the spirit animal message for the pigeon. And one of the things that came forward with that is pigeons are really good at dispersing anger. And for me, as soon as I read that, that made so much sense. Because you think about pigeons, I always used to wonder, like, pigeons could live anywhere in the world. Why do so many of them choose to live in the city where they're really not respected? Like, I'm sure some people in the city like pigeons, but overall, the energy that they receive (laughs) and how people think or feel about that bird can be pretty negative. They are often in cities looked at as pests. You also think about the hustle and bustle of a city, how busy it is, how much intensity there is, how little nature there is in a city, and how much stressed or angry energy could be floating around. And so when you think of an abundance of pigeons in a big city area, and knowing that part of their archetype, part of their essence or energy is that ability to move and disperse that vibration, that anger. It makes a lot of sense. And so one of the things about my beautiful, wonderful, loving husband was during that time, he was really triggered. He was going through some different things in his life and he was quite charged with it. And you could tell Like most of us, I've been there too. He didn't know how to move through his anger. It was just kind of boiling inside, and he'd have these bursts here or there, but it wasn't something that was resolving or balancing. That anger for him was in excess as well. And so think about the motions that, even just in the physical world, were showing up those bursts where he was clapping his hands or trying to get the pigeons out of the shed. Anger is an energy or emotion that needs movement. Try to sit still when you're angry. Good luck. Like you'll even feel that intensity start to build up inside of you. Anger needs movement. And so these birds are getting him to move, getting him to, you know, use his voice. They're helping to get that anger out. After I read this, I talked to him. And we had a really great conversation about just what was going on. And I'm like, you know, babe, if you work on this, you might see a shift within the pigeons in the shed. Sure enough, he did some, I don't want to say work, work's the wrong word for it. 
He did some exploring and some shifting and some journeying towards the anger he was feeling and how could he move it? How could he process it? How could he bring that emotion back into harmony? And sure enough, those pigeons went away. As soon as that energy started to shift, so changed the environment. And we were both so blown away by this. It was just truly remarkable. One of those things that it makes so much sense once you understand laws of attraction, when you understand energy and how things work and show up. But still just blows my mind when you know these things from a mind perspective, but then you actually experience them in a really cool, magical way in your world. And then it's interesting because whenever those pigeons start to show up and they're a little bit in excess again, now there's that reflection of, well, what's off center within me, within my partner, or within the energy of our property? that something is showing up to try to balance that out. And that's the best way to look at our experiences because the universe is always leaning towards harmony. The earth is always leaning towards harmony and health and thriving. And so if something's off, something's going to show up to try to balance it or harmonize it or raise that vibration. We had a really, really cool instant at the studio where there was a lot of ants showing up. And when I tuned into that, ants really symbolize community. They worked together and it was really interesting because there was a phenomenal, tremendous, beautiful yoga teacher that was going on mat leave. However, she was a fan favorite. And some of our community, some of the yogis who are practicing there, were having a really difficult time with that transition. And you could tell the energy in the studio was off. And so it was really fascinating to see that show up with then this, yeah, this increase of ants coming into the building. And so sure enough, doing some energy medicine on the energy of the building, working with the ants, working with the yogis, and all of that all started to balance out together and harmonize. The other thing that's really cool when you're working with animals as well is giving animals the heads up. Hey, ants, I notice you, I see you, and I can feel why you're here. Thank you for this message. Could you please leave? Because I can't have you in this space. And just even explaining why you can't have them in this space. I do this all the time. When I worked at a boys and girls club before, sometimes mice showed up. And so the same thing. I'm so sorry, but you can't be in this space. It's not okay. This space is a clean space. We have children, we have food. If you continue to come here, The facilitators here are going to have to put out traps, and I don't want that to happen to you. So please don't live in this space. And sometimes they'll listen. I've actually had a lot of really cool success with this, 
even with coyotes and the chickens, and setting boundaries around what's okay. This happened with the spiders in our barn too. We got massive, massive spiders in our barn. And one thing I haven't dove into totally yet, but will soon, is me and spiders. I'm working through it, but there is such a huge discomfort with spiders and we get massive spiders in the barn. I know though that in some ways they're so beneficial. So with the spiders, what I'll ask them is, it's okay if you're here. I don't mind if you're in the space and thank you so much for all that you do. But can you please not build webs here, 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 or here? Because if you do, we'll have to move it. I'm not going to be okay with that. And interestingly enough, these beautiful smart souls listen, they hear that, they connect into that resonance. And I don't ever really have to, you know, move any webs. They all build in different areas that it's okay to have some massive spiders and beautiful, beautiful webs there. So the next time some wildlife is crossing your path or making an appearance or invading some of your house, maybe take a moment and see what is the archetype or energy? What is the message? If I go a little deeper with this animal that's showing up, what's the message that they're maybe bringing to me? Is there anything I can learn or is there something I need to heal from? Why are they showing up? You'll be surprised with what comes forward. There's some beautiful books that you can purchase to help you understand the animal totem or spirit meaning of each animal. You can also look online. When you look online, you'll get a ton of options. The one thing I say is just go over each one and see which item lights up your heart, not your mind, but your heart, and click that one and see what that message is. See what's in there for you to uncover and dive a little deeper with. And then most importantly, thank those beings for showing up to help you evolve, to help you shift. All right, beautiful souls. That is all the time we have for for this episode. So the other cool share I have, I think I'm going to make into an episode of its own because it's a beautiful story around my nephew connecting to animals and how some pigeons showed up for him. And I don't want to rush it because it's really, really, really special. We'll do that one another day. I hope everybody has a fantastic rest of your day. And I look forward to connecting again soon. Bye. Here's our little disclaimer. Please know that these animal connections are coming in through my beliefs and filters. They're coming in through my consciousness. That they are not a diagnosis or are they applicable to all animals. More simply put, these stories are meant to inspire individuals to dive deeper into the relationships with the animals in their world and all that they have to share with them.